Scott Dixon, IndyCar Series champion once again. Six championships for this dude in the IndyCar Series. He's 40 years old. We've been doing this damn thing for 20 years, and he's been a part of those 20 years. Uh, this is nuts, man. 2020 has been freaking bonkers. You blast out another kid, you got another championship, and you end the you end your championship with a race like this in St. Pete. Might be the might be the last time we blast out another kid. I think I don't I don't know. It's, I don't. I, I, it's weird. Like you forget. Like you guys know this too. Like how hard it actually is. Like it's weird. You forget these moments that you have with kids. And for us, you know, it's been what nine years or nine years since our last one. So we had we had a pretty, pretty big break. And man, it, it, uh, it's it's full on. I'm so bummed that Kit wasn't here um, this weekend. You know. Um, he doesn't travel so well, you know. He's a bit of a maniac. He's only nine and a half months old, but he's uh, <laughs> as crazy as it comes. So, you know, we've got to contain him. But uh, yeah, twenty years, another uh, six championship, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's all good stuff, right? It's all good stuff. Did you have any idea, or did you have your your a grasp of where this race and how this race was unfolding and unfolding in front of you and behind you? I think, you know, the hardest thing with the NTT IndyCar series is just, you know, the, 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 you know, the restarts are crazy today. Um, the strategy of knowing who's where, you know, whether people on two stoppers, three stoppers, you know, it's just really full on. So you can't, you don't at any point feel, you know, you, you feel quietly confident, but you don't feel like, you know, it's all sewn up. And then you have, you know, the thoughts of mechanicals or you're on a street course, you know, with, with pretty low grip and, you know, the, the, you know, the situation of maybe just tagging an inside wall and then, you know, slamming into the outside wall. So, you know, at no point really, even the last lap, you know, the last lap today, I kind of started to slow down a bit and let the, you know, the gap build a little bit. And that was really the only time I was like, you know, I think we can, you know, we can salvage at least the top, you know, 11, which is all we needed to do at that point out of today, even if we have an engine that starts to, you know, have a problem or, you know, the car or something like that. But, um, yeah, it's it's so nerve wracking. I think for us, you know, we had that the confidence all season, but we we kind of had this hundred and seventeen point lead at one point, and you know, dwindled today to you know under twenty. You know, so it, it was evaporating pretty quickly, and you don't want to be a stat where you know I've won some championships where we've come from you know deficits like that and been able to pull it off. And you know, I really didn't want that. So uh, what a what a crazy year to to lead from the first race all, all the way through the last one. And it just feels so good to, to be able to celebrate with uh, such a great team. You did have a great season going, four quick wins, 100-plus points lead at one time. But then things changed in midseason, and you found yourself having to gather everything up and keep going strong. When did you realize that it was still there for you to grab? Yeah, you you keep trying to do it, you know, and, and honestly, race one, it kind of started race one in mid-Ohio, you know, like we, we kind of had a bit of a lull and, you know, had a problem in qualifying. So we started like, I don't know, 15th or 18th, somewhere back there. And then, you know, next day, yeah, we rebounded. We, we're going into, you know, we're starting P3 and then I made a silly mistake spinning out, you know, second or third in the race. And, you know, having to, to try and rebound from that. And, and then, you know, the, the race that we had at, uh, you know, any road course, you know, the Harvest GP, we just, we just kind of sucked, you know, and and it's kind of hard. We didn't change anything. It was just really bizarre that, you know, you see these scenarios, you know, I remember in 2013 with Elio, you know, he had like a 90 point lead over us at one point, And then we start to claw it back and you claw it back and you're like, you know, these guys are just making mistakes, but you don't actually really change anything. It's just, you know, the intensity of it, um, you know, and, and just, you know, how they play out and some things are just out of your control, you know, but, uh, it, 
as always, you know, the NTT IndyCar Series comes down to the wire. You know, I think it's the 15th straight year where it's come down to the last race. And, you know, we didn't even have double points this year, you know. So, uh, huge credit to, to Joseph and, and Team Penske and, and what they were able to do and rebound like they did. Uh, definitely made the championship really tight. It is insane. 15 consecutive years, no playoffs, no chase, no countdown needed in the IndyCar series. It always comes down to the last race. Scott Dixon, your six-time champion now in that IndyCar series, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And you talk about different championships. This one, even though it came together in such a crazy year, you mentioned intensity. How are you going to maintain that intensity to go for a record-tying number seven, whether that's next year or the year after? You've got two daughters that are growing up, and you've got Kit coming along the way, and he's going to be running around driving you crazy in another year. How can you maintain this intensity to keep going for it? Yeah, it's definitely difficult, but I think it's it's the people you get to work with. But you know, more importantly, it's you know, it's Emma. You know, my wife. She she enables me to to go out there and do what I need to do. You know, and and you know the time that I need, and she takes care of you know everybody. And and without her, you know, and she's she's more competitive than I am. There's there's only you know the the two most competitive people I've ever met, are her and and Chip. And and it's 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 intense. You know, if I have a rough day. She's like, man, you know, why, why were you doing this or why were you doing that? You know, she, I, you know, I, I hear about it at the track, and then when I get home, I get the same situation. But, uh, you know, I think it's, it's, that's really important. But, um, you know, the intensity, yeah, I'm sure at some point, it's, 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 uh, you know, I don't know. Like even, even when I go to sports car races or different kind of, you know, categories, you know, the intensity is always there. I just, I feel so lucky to to do what I do and you know especially the year like this you know with with everybody and what 2020 has brought and COVID and you know we're we're very lucky we're very privileged and and you know to to be able to go out there and you know such a huge thanks to to obviously NTT but also Roger Penske you know for enabling us to to do what we do and partners you know like NBC Sports and NBC and you know us with PNC Bank you know it's it's huge you know a lot of people don't get that opportunity but um, you know for me, it's always been about, you know, trying to pay back the people that, you know, a- enabled me to do this, whether it started with my parents to my family right now to the, the investors from the get-go. You know, I don't I don't want to give up. You know, I want to I want to show that this was all worthwhile. Oh, without question. Let's stay with intensity, though. Do you think that if you were married to somebody else or if you had a different team owner, those two people that you brought up, talked about, Emma and, of course, Chip Ganassi, if they weren't as intense as they are, if they weren't questioning some of the things that you were doing, would that not drive you to be as damn successful as you are now? I don't think it would, you know, and, and, you know, Emma's such a massive part of that, you know, and, and, uh, you know, everybody that's met Chip or knows Chip, you know, he's, he's, the thing with Chip is, you, you know, you have these rough days and, and, you know, I've destroyed, you know, two cars and four laps. And, you know, the first thing is like, you know, you're okay. You know, we can get another car. And I'm like, man, I think it's probably time I go home. You know, like I'm pretty beat up here. I've got a broken foot and a, and a broken hand. Um, but, you know, he's, he's also the biggest cheerleader for the team. You know, yes, he can be, you know, rough and, and angry at some points, but I think you need that. And that's, you know, you, you see what it means to him, you know, and, and that goes a long way, I think, with the team, you know, it's, it's not all, you know, flowers and butterflies and, you know, it's not, it's never like that, you know, it's a lot of hard work and dedication from, from so many people and you need somebody that's aggressive and, and uh, I think, you know, having that from the top definitely shows and, and Emma's actually quite similar like that and, and as, as far as the aggressiveness and, and making sure that you make the most of the opportunities that you have. So, you know, uh, I'm, in a, I'm in a very fortunate situation. Are your daughters showing any signs of that? 
Come on, let's just get everybody <laughs> around you, man. Yeah, Tilly's Tilly's probably a little more like me. She's a little more chilled. Poppy is pretty intense, and and uh, you know we're yet to see where Kit's going to go. But uh, he's he's a happy baby, but he's he's pretty full on. I think he's going to keep us extremely busy. That's for sure. Scott Dixon, you've got a few things in common with Tom Brady, including six championships, your age, and your ability to drive a race car is very similar to Tom Brady's ability to throw the freaking football at his age as if he's still 25 years old. What is it that you two have in common to continue to kick ass at at 40? Uh, you know, I think, you know, the age is just a number. You know, yes, there's at some point it obviously, you know, it, it, it becomes more difficult. Um, you know, I feel like I've, you know, even with Jim Leo and Piffa training, you know, they they keep pushing the benchmark in, in training, whether it's, you know, just the basic stuff, but but then going to, you know, reaction, you know, and, and, and a lot of the equipment that they have to buy to keep pushing the boundaries. And, you know, unfortunately, there's other, you know, it's myself, you know, Alexander Rossi, Charlie Kimball, you know, Hinchcliffe, a lot of these guys are, are working out at the same place, Tony Kanan, you know, and, and, and that's where it becomes hard to, to find the edge. So, you know, I think uh, working out with those guys, they give me motivation every day. You know, the the, the people at work, um, you know, it's it's about the people around you. And, and uh, you know, truly, I think that's what drives me. But then, you know, the next step is just the competition level of, of the NTT IndyCar Series, man. It's through the roof. Like, you, mm-hmm. you can't, you know, even if it's the same, you know, you have a double header at, at the same track, you know, one day from to the next is completely different just because, you know, it's so hard to be at that high level for so long, even on the same weekend that, you know, you mess up a little bit and you're dropping six or eight spots, you know? So it's, uh, I love it, man. I'm, I'm so, uh, I love being part of the series and, and what they do and, and everybody's true races here, man. This is such a great sport. Scott Dixon, your new teammate next year, Jimmy Johnson has seven championships in NASCAR. Does that motivate you to go for a seventh championship in IndyCar? I know, man. You know, look at me all happy with six, and then I've got to team up with somebody with seven. <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely a funny situation, but, no, it's uh, it's so cool. You know, Jimmy, I can see why he's a seven-time champion, and just the, the intensity that he brings. Even, you know, we haven't even done a test together, I don't think. No, uh, yeah, no, I've just gone to, to watch him. We actually have a test, I think, not next week, the week after in Alabama for the first time together and, and uh, you know, the the, the, uh, the depth that he's going to to make sure that, you know, he's up to speed as quick as possible and just, you know, what he's accomplished and then trying to jump over, you know, is, is most people would just say it's com- complete insanity. But, uh, you know, he uh, his intensity and what he's been able to do and, and uh, I'm, I'm excited. I hope it goes super smoothly for him. It's definitely a mountain for him to climb, especially at this time in his career. Uh, but also, you know, just the differences. I think if he was coming over and just doing the ovals, then you'd understand it. But you know, to come and do the road course is going to be extremely tough. Well, I've got a picture somewhere in the archives of a bouffant Ryan Briscoe and a Scott Dixon. I think your hair was a little messed up, too, because you guys just came back from a marathon. Jimmy Johnson is big on doing marathons and triathlons. Is that what keeps you guys both going? And are you going to be doing some of those in this offseason? Uh, yeah, I, I haven't spoken to him too much about that um you know his schedule is crazy as as ever at the moment especially when he's trying to transition both of them i don't know what he's doing next year as far as any cup races but um yeah i'd love to to do it i think he's done one half iron man i've done i've done a few half iron mans um 
Yeah, Briscoe, I love that. That, uh, that it was like a cheer pit here that he had going on back there, wasn't it? Like yeah. the big uh, flow thing that he was going on. He looked, he looked cute. He was definitely, uh, definitely all the ladies at the club liked it when he had his hair like that. So, um, you know, he needs to, well, no, he's married and, and happily married, so he doesn't yes. need to bring that back. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'd love to do that with, with Jimmy at some point, you know, and maybe Briscoe. Briscoe's a big time runner now. He's super fast and doing really well in, in half Ironman and marathons and things like that. But yeah, it just shows, you know, I think uh, with, with Jimmy, just his dedication. And once he hooks on something, man, he just, he goes all in. Scott Dixon, you mentioned COVID-19. A lot of things happened this year, not just setting the season on hold for a while. We've had double header races. We've had shortened race weekends where you don't spend so much time at the track. Would you like to see some of those things going forward, even next year or whenever we get back to what's called normal? Would you like to see double headers and shortened weekends at the racetrack? I think we'll definitely see some of the things transfer. You know, we, we learned a lot of things. You know, for many years, we're like, ah, Texas, you can do it one day. And we did it, you know. So, you know, that's possible. Uh, the double headers, I love the double headers. I've always been a massive fan of those just throughout. You know, I think if you go back to 2013 or 2012, maybe we started doing, you know, uh, Toronto. The, I think it was Houston and, and maybe, you know, a couple of others. So, um, you know, I think we'll see some of those really go through to, to next year. You know, they're talking about all road courses will be just two day events. You know, you got to be a little bit careful because it is an international series. You do need some track time. Um, and you need some track time for the likes of, you know, like, look at Jimmy Johnson. You know, if you're only going to have an hour practice and you're going to St. Pete for the first time, like that's a lot to consume. Like it's almost impossible. Um, so. You know, I think they have to be a little bit careful in, in how restrained they get on, you know, track time. We already have no testing. I think we only have three days a year. You know, back to the day when I first started, we had, <laughs> I think I did 50 or 60 test days one year before, before, you know, the, 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 you know, or during the year of the championship. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a lot of things to, uh, really analyze, but I think, you know, it's put us in a lot of different situations this year. And yes, I think some things are going to, you know, definitely our crossover going into next year and, and some other things just make it, you know, a lot of sense. So, you know, it's uh, some good things come out of this year in, in, in strange ways. Broham, 20 years of us doing this. You've got six championships. Uh, wow. Uh, it's been an amazing couple of decades, huh? It's been amazing. Let's go for seven, man. That's a boy. Taco Bell and Coors Light tonight. Go have fun. I can't wait. I'm, I'm really hungry now. So, I'm gonna, yeah, Taco Bell, it's happening. Thank you, Scott. Later. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cheers.